0: Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. And today's topic servant leadership. And Arturo, this is just such an important conversation that we're going to have right now, given all that's going on. So let's start with this What is servant leadership?
1: I mean you know there's a a real textbook definition, but i I think that I will um you know for me it's it's the complete giving of oneself in a very unselfish manner to for the good of the for the good of the team
0: One hundred percent it is to serve it's to put others first and ahead of you like you said, for the good of the team, and it's something that I think we would all like to see more of in the world right now. So let's get to why this is important. Why is it important to be a servant leader?
1: I mean, I think it's, 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 about, um, it's about allowing, uh, well, it's about one, driving the team, okay? Um, and I think being able to do it in a way that allows others to find fulfillment and involvement along the way and, and really kind of putting yourself as a leader, putting yourself in that position really to just be there to support to support, to empower, to engage, um, and to allow the team around you to really kind of take those wins as a collective rather than as an ego kind of positioned individual. Um, and, And you're seeing a lot of it all over the place.
0: And with this, I think one key to servant leadership is to give without any expectation to receive anything where it's the act of, listen, I'm going to do this for the greater good and I don't need anything to come back. And I'm a big karma person. So I live my life this way as a servant leader. That's, I'm going to do good for the world because you know what? I know that it is going to come back for me, even though on any given day, I don't expect it to. And I think the simplest way you can really think about servant leadership is almost like when you go to the bar and have a drink with your friends and one of your friends buys you a beer. Well, guess what? I've got this little um, tab in my head that says, all right, Arturo bought me a drink. I'm up next. I've got to do it. And I think it's very similar where me buying you the beer, I don't expect that you're going to go ahead and buy me one back, but guess what? When you have the right mindset of servant leadership, you do want to give back to others.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, this is honestly, this is one of those things that, you know, again, every, everything that we've spoken about in all the, in all the episodes, everything is workable, meaning that we can, we as individuals can continue to work on these muscles and on these strengths. Um, this one in particular, though, is, I think, really is um, built into the individual's DNA harder than than most of the other things that we've discussed, okay? Because uh, the idea of actually giving oneself completely for the benefit of others is something that is, um, it, again, it can be trained, it can be coached, we can get better at it, but it is one of those things that I, that I inherently feel is uh, is a born attribute. People are just genuinely, sometimes they're more, um, you know, it, their, their ego is more suppressed in a way or they're more complete as an individual, so much so that they actually feel the, 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 such a level of confidence that they don't need to take anything, that they really just are now an energy output. You know, and so when you look at these kind of real five characteristics or attributes of, of servant leaders. It's, it's people that focus really entirely on how to support their team. Okay. Um, they essentially live in a glass house and love it. And what I mean by that is that um, they expose everything about themselves in terms of who they are, how they operate, everything is transparent. And so they don't, uh, there is no hidden agendas with these individuals. Um, they have a, a tremendous feedback loop, meaning that, you know what, if, if you have some constructive feedback for, for me as your leader, I'm open to taking it. And a lot of people uh, aren't necessarily completely open to taking it. And a servant leader is going to be somebody that is going to not only be open to taking it, but may actually, actually, you know, prod and, and invite that type of feedback on how the team can get better, how we, you know, how as a collective we can get better and how me as the person supporting you can become better. Um, they don't, they don't really focus on accumulating power. They actually, more, they focus on distributing it. And so, you know, that's an important, that's a really important thing too. I mean, we've all seen these, these leaders, these bosses, these individuals that are in positions of, of, you know, again, leadership that, you know, beat their chest in a way that um, is really about them. It's always been about them and always will be about them. And, and so that there that is the absolute antithesis of what we're talking about here, right? 100%. Um, you know, and I think um, they, they have, you have to have a tremendous heart and a love of development. And that is, you know, this is that, that nurturing gene that I, you know, that I kind of mentioned before that, that things that were kind of, you know, the, the nature nurture component of how we are raised. It has a lot to do with, you know, the upbringings and all these other things, but it also has to do with, with us as people and who we are. So, um, you know, those are the main things, but, um, you know, we, we are seeing, you know, you see a ton of evidence in this in the military. Um, one of the one of the best books that i that I actually re- uh, read on servant leadership was specifically about how how it is trained and and how they train it into people through the you know, kind of through this process of boot camp and beyond. and so you go into this twelve week period of kind of breaking people down and building them up but um you know you see a lot of you see a lot of examples in the military because of the need to have extreme trust and the need to be delivering up as much as we can to support the team, right? So,
0: what was the name of that book?
1: You know what? It's on the tip of my tongue. I'm going to find it and we're going to circle back on it.
0: Cool. So there's so much good stuff that you said that I want to circle back around. And one of them strangely was confidence. You're like, well, how does confidence come into being a servant leader? And It is really that confidence about yourself to put the ego mm-hmm. behind. And a great book is Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And oftentimes I will talk a lot about Ryan Holiday books they're based on stoic philosophy but this is such an important one because ego gets in the way because ego creates agendas ego wants power but what if you you're so confident in yourself that you say you know what um I'm going to go and do good for others. And actually, I think a great opportunity of this may actually have been Michael Jordan at times. Of course, he had a lot of power. He's the biggest guy in the world. Mm. But guess what? What are some things that he's known for? Well, how about that pass to John Paxson where all of a sudden in the moment where the things had to be the biggest, he said, listen, be ready. I'm going to get you the ball. So yeah. things like that, always look for examples. And then in previous episodes, what is one of the things that we talked about? The importance of EQ. So you think about each of the different facets of what does it take to become a, a servant leader, where you put your ego behind and you're confident and you have this empathy and you have this heart and you have this love. And guess what? We're just drilling down the different layers of EQ, and guess what? There's a lot of things that are going to go into the pun intended leadership DNA to make this happen.
1: Yeah, it's you know in in the early episodes when we talk about um, you know taking care taking care and developing number one, you can't you can't possibly have this this uh, suppressed ego, and I don't I don't actually want to say suppressed. I, I think that we all have. Ego. I think we, we all understand where that where that lives, and I think it, I, I don't think that that's actually a bad thing. I think it's important to actually feel confident and um, in love with who we are, right? And so, you know, the, the concept that we kind of discussed in some of the earlier um, shows that um, was that if you have this absolute love and understanding of yourself, then take care now number one can care number two number three number four number five and so it's circular kind of conversation that we're having here you know and so there's these components of really primarily first being so in tune with who you are as an individual what your capacities are where your where your deficiencies are but also in terms of you know being able to give that energy uh energy to others and so you know and and i think that I'd, I'd mentioned in one of the other episodes as well that you know, for me in a leadership position, one of the things that I did for many, many years was really pushing the envelope on the, on the feedback loop. And so, you know, at our height, at our peak, we had close to a thousand employees. And so, you know, every year, um, because when, you know, you're theoretically sitting at, you know, at the top of the food chain, there is no yearly review for you, you know? And so I didn't, I didn't think that I was doing an A plus job or a hundred percent job on in anything, you know, and that wasn't me just being super hard on myself. That was just me being realistic. And, you know, I always wanted to enter the year. So I would deploy these questionnaires um, early December and I would give staff, you know, the opportunity to give feedback, you know, throughout the entire uh, month of December. And so that I would actually be able to roll into January with some, I think, you know, really great input from people at all levels of the company. And so I think that's, that's been something that really has cultivated and developed uh, myself in terms of being a better listener in, in, in certain areas because of understanding that my perception of myself uh, sometimes is not always reality. And so it's an important aspect that, that we have to be, uh, have to consider. The other thing too, is like, you know, when we talk about servant leadership, it just, I, I, I think the people that really have this, this really locked down to a high degree have such an immense amount of happiness seeing the people around them succeed. And so, you know, there's not, a day that goes by when you know I see somebody that I feel really wants to either learn more or wants to get to the next level in whatever capacity or whatever that means, and so you know there's a there's a ton of personal time that goes into that, and and that's that's the necessary thing. It's not nine to five. You don't clock in and out when you're a servant leader. You're the person that's calling people at. Midnight or responding back to an email at midnight because it's important to that individual. It's also, you know, when we talk about leadership or the leadership kind of framework, we always feel that it's always re- revolves around work, right? It's that nine to five, it's that work thing. I don't know how much time, even even today, and even in just the world, you know, my current uh, career and situation, how much time I actually spend talking to people about their just their lives as it relates. To their well-being, their family—you um, know—all things that are important to certainly important to me, but I think important in the end to be able to achieve greatness from uh, in a career in a career position or situation. Because if you have a healthy mindset from your team and people feel confident and comfortable uh, with their leader and that they're going to support them in anything they need, that's a really remarkable thing.
0: I love it. And it was actually a great segue to how do you do it or how do you work on servant leadership? And you gave some great examples. And I'm going to give some very simple examples that have both I have done and I am currently doing. So one of them was uh, I did 30 days of random acts of kindness. And this was right when the quarantine started. It was, it was part of my live hard program. And one of the things was, Once a day for 30 straight days, you get to do a random act of kindness. And normally I'd be like, oh my God, this is gonna be amazing. The challenge of course being, how do you do this during a quarantine and a pandemic and the coronavirus where people aren't even outside. So literally the second I woke up, this was on my mind because the program was absolute. If you screw up once, you go back to zero. So immediately I'm like, all right, I gotta do something nice for somebody else. And with that, you would just be amazed at who you become when you're on the lookout to do these random acts of kindness. And here is one of the biggest things that I learned, which actually transitions to what I'm currently doing right now. So it was like, hey, what can we all do to make this world better? And for me, I said in June, every day for 30 straight days, I'm going to say thank you to at least one person in a heartfelt way. This can be friends, family, coworkers, strangers, service industry member. It doesn't matter who. And the reason why was when I was doing my 30 days of random acts of kindness, I had to start getting creative because I no longer could buy someone a coffee behind me in line at Starbucks because Starbucks wasn't open. There wasn't human interaction. So I'm like, all right, let's get digital with this. So what I decided to do was I'd find someone in my life and I would send them a quick video that would say, hey Arturo, uh, I'm doing a challenge where every day for 30 days, I'm doing a random act of kindness and say, I'm gonna do that for you. And I wanna let you know something that I recognize and admire about you. And then I would give them a little one minute or a 45 second thing that I admired about them. Boom, send it, and hey, send in good vibes your way. And there was no real rhyme or reason why I chose the people that I did. But here's what I learned. The responses I got back were incredible. Uh, I found out that unfortunately two of my friends had family members pass away, nothing to do with the pandemic, but something where you don't know what's going on in somebody else's life. And I had one friend who said, Rob, I've been having a really hard week and this literally made my day and my month. And all I did was send some good vibes their way. And after I saw that two, three, four, five, 10 times, I was like, wait a second, there is something here. So that's where moving forward to June and with what's going on right now, it's like, what can we all do to support and make it better? And I was like, you know what? We don't say thank you enough to the people around us. So I'm going to be a servant leader. And guess what's happening right away again? I'm sending these videos. And it's important that I do video because there's a connection. You can feel this emotion. You can see me. And you know what? Nobody else does it on the flip side. Like, I don't know anyone who's sending me videos to say, right. hey, Rob, you're amazing. But guess what? It is one of the biggest blessings I have ever done in my entire life. And by giving to others, you know what that does? It increases the chances of them paying it forward to somebody else. And you know okay. what also, also happens? They send it back to me saying, and you know what I recognize, Rob dot 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 and i'm not doing it to get it back on my end but it does come back so those are some simple things that i'm currently doing in my life to be a servant leader to make the world a better place and to spread some good vibes yeah
1: <clears throat> you know and um kind of mention it <clears throat> at the beginning of the show how you know this conversation is so is so timely right now and so we're we're seeing uh, leaders at all levels, like in the community, corporate, some politicians, you know, you, you're seeing a dramatic kind of dichotomy of 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 the most extreme servant leadership. And I would say some of the, on the other opposite side too, people that are actually not bringing people together, right? And so I, I do think though, my optimism uh, is pushing me towards that this Moment in time is going to be a seriously impactful thing for for the really for the world, but but for our local communities and for this country. Because I think that at the the end of the day, people understand that that love and caring and respect is what's really going to put us in the really going to raise the bar for us all. And whether it's in your community, whether it's at your work, whether it's at your home. I think the ideals of servant leadership can be, can be lived, can be acted on, and, and uh, I think the results are wonderful. I think that if people actually really tried to follow some of the basic principles and, and, um, and work on those things, those attributes, that they would actually see that the benefit is tremendous.
0: I agree 100%. And one thing I want to make sure to hammer home is that oftentimes we create this narrative in our head of how big something has to be to have an impact. It's like, oh, I've got to go and volunteer for an entire day or something like that. I want you to shrink down what you think it means to be a servant leader or to do good for somebody else. And I'm a big proponent of the micro that one is always greater than zero, and that small actions when repeated over time can create large change. So this will actually be a great segue for me in terms of the the takeaway or the action item. I want you to think about one small thing you can do every single day, as simple as a thank you, a handwritten note, a video to someone, to pick up a piece of trash. You're like, wait, what? Yes. Pick up a piece of trash. Why? Because there's a certain element of... I believe in my community and I want my community to look good. And guess what? If that trash trash is laying there, nobody else has picked that up either. And is anybody ever going to say, hey, Rob, thanks for picking up that trash? No, but you know, and I think that's the key to a leader. How do you get this confidence? You get confident by consistently sending thank yous, picking up trash, asking for feedback, and you build this fortress inside. So my action item is? do something nice for somebody else, rinse and repeat. It doesn't have to be big, make it just one thing. Arturo, what about you? What's your action item or takeaway? Um,
1: I think it's more of a takeaway. Actually it's um, to me, the idea of servant leadership really speaks to me in terms of um, legacy, you know? And so, um, and that's, you know, one of the things that resonates with me on a, on a daily basis, it's, it is the concept or the idea of what is it, what, what am I going to leave um, <clears throat> for my family, for my daughters, for my coworkers, for the people that uh, have decided to come work with me, for me, you know. Um, and so that's a huge kind of daunting thing that, that looms. That's one of the things that motivates me from a servant leadership standpoint. And it's when you think of legacy, when you think of, actually leaving something beyond your time this is why we need to invest in our communities in our employees in our families and investing requires love it requires attention it requires care it requires humility it requires empathy Um, but it's an investment that i can guarantee everyone everyone listening i can guarantee you that that investment will create legacy, and maybe legacy is not that important for, for many, many people, but for me, I think about the day that I'm no longer able to contribute, and what, <clears throat> what people will say about the time that I spent doing it, and not from an ego standpoint, but did I really affect people in a positive way? That actually is something that I care about deeply
0: and we wanna hear from you about this episode. Did it cause you to think or take action? And if you do take action, we would love to hear about it. And also, one thing that really helps us out a ton, as you can tell, both Arturo and I, we wanna give, we wanna help. And if you enjoy this show, Jump on iTunes, give us a rating and review, subscribe. And you know what? Share this with your friends who you think this might resonate with, whether it's one specific episode or the entire show as a whole. It would really help us a ton because we want to help a lot more people. Arturo, where can everybody connect with you?
1: Yeah, easiest place is going to be to find me on LinkedIn, Arturo Gomez.
0: And on my end, you can hit me up at Rob Cressy on LinkedIn and on Instagram.